Good morning, and welcome to Wheeling the Pathways of Life, a production of 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, and WRRS Pittsfield, Berkshire Talking Chronicle, with your host, Brian Fitzpatrick, and co-host, Caitlin Fitzgerald. Wheeling the Pathways of Life is a snapshot of the day-to-day experiences of a disabled individual as they navigate the pathways of the world around us. We hope to shed light on and open your eyes to new perspectives on the lives of those with disabilities. Most of us have disabilities we must live with, but it is the way we deal with them that defines us. The opinions and beliefs expressed on this program are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the opinions and beliefs of this station. And now, Brian Fitzpatrick. Good morning, good morning, folks. Today, as promised, we have a special guest back with us today, Matthew Tucker. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Brian. It's lovely to be invited more than once on a show. Yeah. This almost never happens to me. So thank you. Yeah. Um, we're going to try and do this one. Every three months or something similar to that. Um, Brian does like to have reoccurring guests. <laughs> um, Good to know. Yeah. If you didn't know, <laughs> you do know. Yeah, I um, do. Um, Matt, as you can tell, we made a configuration change in my positioning. Yep. Because we figured... People could see me face on better than this way. Um, rather than looking at my side. That's true. The yeah. uh, <clears throat> For those folks who are uh, listening on the radio uh, and not watching the show on uh, channel 1301, uh, Brian's got his chair so that it's positioned in a way that the the camera that gets him gets a really nice head-on shot. Yeah. It, it's good thinking. Um, plus I can see Caitlin. Yep. So I can tell when she's... You can me. see what I'm doing. <laughs> he can keep a better eye on me. Yeah. Not that I'm, like, doing anything mischievous over yeah. here. He just, like, doesn't seem... To, he just... He just... He hasn't fully gotten to the trust part yet. <laughs> We're working on it. Yes. But, um, thank you for fixing the technical problem last week. No problem. With the headset. Um, now I know what it's like running, uh, not being a movie here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, at least you could still hear me from across the room, yeah. so it wasn't too bad. Yes, um, Matt, 
one of the reasons why I brought you back is to discuss um a little bit about the annual meeting. Oh yeah. Among other things. Um you seemed really impressed when uh the uh annual reports came up about the participation in the continuation of shows that were going on pre-pandemic, but they were able to continue even with the pandemic. Yeah, so um, as a a little bit of background for anyone who's just sort of jumping in midstream, um, at the end of September, Pittsfield Community Television and WTBR-FM had our annual meeting which uh, is a great opportunity for us to sort of take a breath and take a look at um, what our organization has done over the course of the past year. And my role at the station uh, is I am in charge of the, on the television side, I do the public access cable channel. So we, we, I have a little bit of a joke that, um, our three channels, one is for the folks who are in the schools, the education channel. One is for the folks in local, state, and national government, the government channel. Uh, and one of them is for everybody else. And I'm the everybody else guy, which, which is a lot of fun. Uh, and then I'm also in charge of um, connecting with our producers on the radio side. So... Someone in commercial radio who is like a program director or a program manager would, in addition to working with the talent, would also be putting things in the schedule and making those various arrangements. Because of the nature of our station, uh, our um, we've sort of split uh, the technical component and the people component. So I had the people component. And in those two roles, I get to see what the community reaction to things is as far as programming is concerned. And something that's been very great to see, both on the radio and the TV side, to to your point, Brian, is that the PCTV and WTBR community, while everyone has been impacted by the pandemic— have been incredibly resilient. Uh, the n- amount of programming that's continued is impressive. And the number of people who have made some sort of a technical transition from um, doing productions here at the station to doing productions from home uh, using Zoom or other video conferencing technology is really kind of great. So I was pleasantly amazed when uh, I discovered that the WTBR community had caught back up with any lost ground that they had as far as amount of programming is concerned um, after the um, last year's programming numbers were obviously and entirely expectedly lower. Uh, Everybody's caught right back up. 
Yeah. And programming on Access Pittsfield has continued to grow for the past couple of years. There are folks doing shows. So I'm amazed. And I use that word. I think um, one of the WTBR producers, Kevin Cahill, who does Sunday Sounds of Ireland, uh, joked that I said amazing in one form or another 11 times. <laughs> yeah. Um, Matt, um, um, I, uh, we had a milestone. I looked at the number of shows up on the back, uh, up on the video, uh, video uh, archives. Yep. And we've, we've hit now the 13th show. Fantastic. In this, uh, in this format, since I moved over to WTPR. Very nice. And uh, thirteen oh one on the public access channel. Mm. Yeah, we've been over here since July now, Brian. So yeah, it's been like two months. Yeah. Um, and I might as well do it now. I was kind of weary in the beginning. When we were starting to move over here, but, um, do you see chagrin? Um, <laughs> I've decided this will be my home. Well, thank this you. This will be my home. And I joke around with UCP, if you have better equipment. <laughs> uh, I'll go, I'll go back. <laughs> I I will say that for a a community low power station, um, UCP has a pretty fantastic facility, um, and it's important to remember that um, what you were doing with wheeling the pathways at UCP was. Um, my words went and went away from me, so <laughs> pardon me a moment. Um, it, it was dynamic and a little bit off of the beaten path of the, the mission of the station, um, but bold of them to go, okay, we've got the station, we're providing the Berkshire Talking Chronicle services, uh, how else can we connect with our community and give people access to the air? And I think it's, I, I am humbled that uh, you've offered appreciation for our facilities, but I, I'll, I'll offer a great deal of credit to WRRS for, yeah. for, for wow. setting the, the, the foundation so solidly. I I didn't mean to imply that <laughs> the um what they did was um very um unappreciated because it's not but it's just what a what a leap from going from all station just listening to somebody reading um reading books and reading newspapers mm -hmm. to having a weekly talk show and now 
me moving on to um, bigger and better things. Yeah. And I should remind people. I confirmed the other day that WTBR, WTBR and WRS are still continuing to broadcast the show. Mm. Um, it's just on different days on WRS, but it's broadcast on um, WRS as well, so it's it's quite the um, quite the project. Absolutely. And I am humbled and very pleased to be back in my second home <laughs> that I've been with for at least 30 years mm. with Sean working with the TV side. Mm-hmm. Even though I call you a little bit <laughs> too much. <laughs> he does love to make phone calls. <laughs> a little bit too much, but um, last week was just, just out of curiosity about the headset and figuring out if that was something we did or something that just happened. Because as much as Caitlin needs to know I feel like I should know just as much as she does hmm. in case I got to train somebody else on the fly to be able to run the show real quick. So Absolutely. That's why I'm kind of pushing on the fact that uh, I need to know what's going on because this is kind of like the painting that I do. I kind of have to instruct... And if I don't know how things work, I don't know how to instruct the best way I can. Mm-hmm. Because I have to take everything and instruct in a way that they'll understand me. And in a way that'll get the proper procedure down. So I have to know the procedure first. Mm-hmm. And then I have to go convert it into uh, reasonable, understandable um, discussion, you know, with the person that's doing it. So, well, and it's important for <clears throat> for me and for our organization to be able to have producers who are passionate about their projects, like you are to be able to learn how all of this stuff works and be able to know that um, whether it's me or another member of the WTBR staff, we're able to help and make sure that you do understand how all of this stuff works and that anybody who comes in can be as much of a radio or TV expert as they choose to be. And like I said, Caitlin, you know this, but for those listeners and those people watching, it's not that I don't trust the person that's doing it. 
It's just the event that Caitlin can't be here. I have to know what's going on as well, so that if we run into a technical issue, I know when I need help and when I can say, okay, this is what you do, and... Like what happened with the Zoom features. Yeah. 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 But now you know, and now you can explain it to somebody the next time I'm not there. Absolutely. And leaving good notes for me at the house. I do do that. I do leave you the instructional. In case any of the steps get fuzzy, and then somebody can read it as well. Yes. It's a little twisting on your body, like doom. Uh, um, um, Matt, I think the biggest thing with me is I know the main object of uh, WRS and Access Pittsfield. Um, but, I mean, the egg. Uh, the object of them is to keep it local, but the reach can go anywhere in the country, and um, with the extra equipment we have and the extra tools we have, so anybody that's wanting to watch this or can see it would be beneficial. People don't even know this building exists. <laughs> Unfortunately true. Other in the state, so I did not know that Pittsfield existed until I moved out here. I'm gonna be completely (laughs) honest with you guys. I didn't know it was real. Our um one of the previous executive directors of Pittsfield Community Television had a joke that Berkshire County uh is Uh, One of the few, if not the only county in the country uh, that is surrounded by four foreign uh, states, Uh, New York, Vermont, Connecticut, and Massachusetts. Because <laughs> sometimes not even Massachusetts remembers we're part of the state. Um, that is true. Um, and the other thing is, too, I put out an offer to Trisha when we do that um, mm-hmm. interview, which will be taped tomorrow and um, here next week. Um, I haven't decided if we're going to do a piecemeal or do a whole show on it yet, but uh, I think we're going to do a piecemeal, but... Female meaning I'm going to ask her questions and then I'm going to lead up to the questions and then air the questions and keep doing it that way. We'll see how it goes tomorrow. Yeah. So she's already playing on me. Um, no, I'm just, you know, keeping the options open. Um, keep an open mind, yeah. Brian. Yeah. yeah, I know. I'm just joking with her, but... Um, <laughs> But um, one of the things we said was, even though she does a, a another another show on uh, um, the government side, 
we could work together on some of the same uh, subjects and I could carry it over on this 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 format you, know. you want to collaborate absolutely yeah. yeah so if you see a little crossover that's what we're doing that's good so. getting as many opportunities for the community to see and hear um, important topics like the stuff that you cover on Willing the Pathways every week is is good. Yeah. Um, Matt, I don't know if we can do this now or be after the next break, but the question that I was going to ask you is how do you think we can get Willing the Pathways out there even more than we are now? As far as uh, getting either get recognized uh, where what uh, particular um, format or um, particular place should I contact to let them know that it's out there and, you know that is an excellent question why don't we cut to a quick break so you have a minute to think about yeah. that because you packed a lot into that question yeah Brian. that, that was that's like a, three and one that's a good yeah. question yeah, I, it was. I'm, I'm ready for that all right and we'll be back in just a moment on behalf of ucp of western massachusetts wheeling the pathways of life would like to thank the following organizations for their continued support of ucp Scarafoni Realty, Greylock Federal Credit Union, Crane Paper Foundation, and the Stationery Factory in Dalton, Massachusetts. And we're back. How bad did I free off on that last question? <laughs> Um, so it's, I'm not thrown off. It's a, <clears throat> it's a very complex and sort of bold question to go with, um, because there are all sorts of directions that you can take it. So, um, Wheeling the Pathways is a, it, it is a simulcast program. So you're talking about both a television show and a radio show. Yeah. So there are a number of different angles that could be taken with that. Um, angle number one could be to generally, um, it's a little bit weird because a lot of people, when they think about media, think about um, the network model. So if you're watching television whether it's broadcast or cable generally there is a small group of um, executives or other people who are in charge of the channel who are making the decisions about what shows are coming in and coming out uh, and they're making those decisions based on uh, almost entirely on the advertising that those shows generate so when it comes to a program like Wheeling the Pathways or anything on WTBR or yeah. PCTV, 
um, they are all kind of anti-network shows because you're talking about programs that are generated by the community wanting to talk with itself and connect with itself about what's going on and things that are important to the community. So each community radio station and each community cable station is a little bit of an island unto itself. Uh, for example, uh, on the television side, Berkshire County has three um, large community access organizations and at least two smaller ones. The easiest way to get a program like this to them would be, and to any uh, station, and as a general rule, if you're looking to get either community radio or community television, um, would be just to talk to them. Um, find out who they are, uh, give them a call and say, hey, I've got this show. Uh, I think your viewers or listeners in your area might be interested in it. Uh, are you interested in carrying it? If they are at that point, we figure out how to get the file their way. If you want to go beyond the Berkshire County area, the same rule generally applies. Yeah. Um, you'd get in touch with the specific stations, uh, whether you're talking about radio or um, cable television, and say, I've got this show. Are you interested in carrying it? Is there any uh, problem with me? Going beyond Berkshire County, or is it, uh... No, not at all. Okay. That, so it is, it is less common for people to want to go too much outside of the Berkshire area just because a lot of our shows are focused on the Berkshire County area. But there's nothing to say that you couldn't say, you know, we're talking about stuff that's important to Western Massachusetts because UCP now covers yeah. Um, yeah. The, the other side of the mountain as yeah. well. So yeah. uh, that might be and a good place for you to start. Like I said, this show is um, more geared towards bringing people in. Bringing people into the world of, okay, there's an area that a client, a consumer, is educated. We need some advice. This is the best way for us to get it. We know the location, location of where he is. We can um, Zoom. We can offer advice to him. Mm -hmm. And um, there may be some national implications for uh, the station as well because I can think of a couple national local news stations that are capable of handling it if they wanted. Mm. And I was just curious on whether I could even approach them on the subject. You know, we're not going to have an issue with that. Uh, I would say that generally, though, 
Uh, it can be challenging to connect with um, the f try and connect in some way the for-profit media world and the non-for-profit media world because the non-for-profit media world exists to try and provide the benefit that we do and expand upon who can get access to all of the stuff that we do. The money is not what I was worried about. Yeah, no, but the the thing is that the, the commercial stations are interested in trying to make sure that they're reaching as much of their audience as possible because yeah. that's that's how they can survive. That's that's their lifeblood. Yeah. And there are times that uh, they see programming like ours and are trying to find a way to not be challenged by it because if you're it, it's just a, a matter of time and place if you're listening to WTPR you're not listening to them um if that happens um if that happens I get that seems to be a problem that I won't approach yeah I wouldn't call no, it a, I, mean, I wouldn't call it a problem well, on our side I mean it would be a Conversation that I would have with people and see if, yeah. see if they were like that or yeah, absolutely. Feel them out and see if it's something that I wanted to do. Now, one of the things that I have been thinking about, and I haven't approached them, and if anybody is listening from this agency, uh, reach out to me if you think this is interesting, but. I was thinking about rebroadcasting it on the Bugger Eagle where they have a, um, they do a, uh, they do a YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking about possibly reaching out to them and seeing if they want to carry it as well. Sure, that'd be a, a solid possibility. So, um, this is just me talking to, I, I forget we're on the air, but, uh, but, uh, these are some of the conversations that I have with Matt on the phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's true. This is, this is well within the range of <laughs> Matt and Brian conversations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and in a couple of weeks, we're going to be giving you a couple more challenges. <laughs> Good. Um, putting tools. He never stops. <laughs> putting two openings together. Mm hmm So we can pick and choose which one we want to use each week. Mm hmm <laughs> Um, but, uh, have you, have you noticed? Anything that you have seen that goes, wow, we didn't know we could do that with. Um, I know you guys were that scared, but the, not scared per se, but you 
would sure if you could handle my production as easily as you have been. Is that correct? Okay, so let me make sure I understand the question correctly. So is there anything about your plan for Wheeling the Pathways of Life that we were concerned about making sure we could accommodate? Yeah. Okay. So, um... It's basically what I asked you before, but given the fact that there's been some time mm. uh, in between, I'm wondering if you thought of anything that... Uh, you thought it was going to be difficult, then you said, okay, it's going to be easy to do this because we've worked with Brian for so long now. We know what he expects and we know what uh, we can do. Hmm. So that's, it's, it's a complex question because all of us at the station are, like all of us have the problem solver bug. Uh, where we, as long as it's not dropped right on our heads all of a sudden, and sometimes we have to do those too, and those are fun. But um, when it comes to something like this, the we all enjoy the challenge of, okay, how can we make this a possibility? Um, Willing the Pathways was very much a a gentle challenge in that regard because you have the uh, fantastic assistance of Caitlin to be able to make sure that uh, the the board is operating the way it's supposed to. Uh, I know that in our initial discussions, we didn't know whether, because there, there's a history of WTBR, particularly when it was uh, back at Connick High School of providing uh, accessibility accommodations for uh, students who had um, physical disabilities. So there was a setup that we had that allowed, or that the old TBR had, that we have also looked at and were prepared to roll with, uh, where the person doing the show had a specialized adaptive console that had switches to allow his mic to be turned on and off and allowed him to run music um, either from the CD decks or from a player uh, on his chair. So I know that was one of the things that we were we were prepared to discuss and prepared to roll with because, you know, Community radio in our mind is for everybody. And just because you needed adaptation to be able to access it doesn't mean that we shouldn't do it. Uh, Caitlin's a pretty fantastic, you know, ad adaptation. <laughs> I get better every week. So, I won't say, I won't say I won't use those uh, Adaptation in the future, but right now I have enough to keep my keep my head going with getting gas and running zooms. Absolutely. Um, and pretty soon we'll be able to run zooms 
within the studio. Mm-hmm. But it's just easier right now for me to run Zoom when I'm at home. Yeah. And one of the options that I, I like about WTBR and the access channel is the fact that if the weather's bad, I can just call Matt and say, I'm not coming in. We're going to be taping yep. at home. And in the fly, you can just put on the recorder and uh, then we can go with it. Yep. And that that was actually one of the um, one of the fringe benefits that we gained from our knowledge during the uh, the early days of the pandemic. Uh, at the time, it was kind of a uh, it was an existence situation where okay, everybody's safe. Uh, now the station needs to continue to do shows, and that ability to say, okay, how can we make sure that people can do stuff at home? Uh, and what's really cool is that WTBR's listeners are some of the most flexible people out there because they'll be listening to a radio program and the quality might shift. It might be something where you're one week you're listening to everything with the really silky microphones. And then next week it sounds a little bit tinny and a little bit off. And the reason is because the person is at home and they, Oh, they're at home. They're making a radio show at home. That's cool. Or you Cool a situation like you can't hear through Yep. Yep. <laughs> but the the added sort of bonus or the, the twist to that bonus has been the realization that you know, Berkshire County being where we are um has interesting weather. So during the summer, uh it seems we get a decent amount of rain on our wet summers and winter is whatever <laughs> is going to happen that winter winter is unpredictable yeah so sometimes it's you know we're not getting lake effect snow but we're definitely you know it, it's somewhere between ankles and hips most of the time yeah you're definitely digging <laughs> your car out one thing that i like if i decide to ever go live which i don't know if i will but um, we do have the capability of doing that at home too. Mm-hmm. If we need to. We want if we want to. So and we've got options. And that's been a a really cool thing to be able to provide to producers like you. And actually, there's uh, I can think of a show that people may not realize is a um, is completely produced off site. Uh, I call it, it, it's a little bit of a uh, a deep cut for WTBR. Um, but there's a program that airs on the weekends called The Mix. And it's done entirely from the producer's house. Yeah, and the one thing I like about WTBR, any changes that happen can be dealt with immediately. They don't have to be... Um, I mean, if we run into a problem, you're right outside the door, or you're 
in my case, calling you 15 seconds before. <laughs> 15 seconds before I was supposed to go on Zoom. Yep. And saying, I got a problem here. <laughs> How do I do this? Yeah. <clears throat> and it was nothing to do with WTBR's equipment, but it was mm. something to do with just the fact that I didn't know how to run Zoom, but you were, there was very little you could do, but at least you were attempting to try and uh, help me because of that difficulty. But. Oh, well, thank you for recognizing that. It's, uh, it's one of the one of the added challenges of an organization like ours is that a lot of people, you know, sort of understand that uh, television and radio are very technical fields and you're dealing with the technology that's in the facility. Uh, but easily more than half of our jobs here at WTBR and PCTV is training trying to help people be uh, media savvy enough and technologically savvy enough to be able to do all the stuff that you're seeing. Yeah. So I think after we get to a break, after we get back from a break, we'll continue this and um, see what else we can go in the time we have left. Sounds good. All right, we'll be right back. You're listening to Wheeling the Pathways of Life on WTBRFM, Pittsfield Community Radio, and WRRS Pittsfield, Berkshire Talking Chronicle. UCP of Western Massachusetts is hiring. If you'd like to help people with different abilities lead independent lives, apply at ucpwma.org jobs. We need direct support professionals and clinicians. Join the agency who's reimagining independence. Missed an episode of your favorite show? Have no fear because we have podcasts. Type in wtbrfm.com forward slash podcast on your favorite browser and search for your favorite show. It's that simple. The first, the first and day. I, anyway, sorry, I was talking to Matt about <laughs> technical stuff that I haven't heard before. Mm. So, um, but uh, that happens on public. That happens on community access uh, radio. Mm. Sometimes you get caught talking when you. <laughs> <laughs> It happens on commercial radio, too. I've been on enough radio shows that uh, you don't realize, because everything looks so beautifully choreographed. Yeah. But when you're in the middle of a break, it isn't just people yeah. sitting there waiting for the go, yeah. you know, the, the go sign. They're yeah. chatting away yeah. in between, too. Um, and one thing I like about it is um, public actors, you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> That's <laughs> so well, true. There was a couple times where we didn't know if tele the telephones were going on. Mm. going to be going on the air. I remember one year we had like a 
12-inch snowstorm in close to the last hour. Um, the transmitter got covered with snow and we are like, down. And we're like, are we, are we ever going to get back up or are we going to be able to end this and just say, we lost the last hour because we didn't know mm. whether uh, Time Warner Cable at the time was going to be able to get us back up. Um, luckily, we got Pittsville back up, but we lost half of our list, half of our people watching because technical difficulties, but. Uh, it's been interesting, like I said. It's always interesting with you, Brian. Mm-hmm. Uh, we took a TV off of uh, off of uh, off of an outside uh, balcony, and that's how we did the telethon one year because it's like we couldn't. We were trying to figure out a way to reach the uh, antenna. Mm. Bring the signal in to the, because we used to do what we call back feeding the system, and uh, those were back in the analog days. Yep. Um, but uh, we back fed the system, and people were like, "What are you doing?" We're going to show on the air is what we're doing. That's right. <laughs> the, the adage, the show must go on, comes up, you know, a decent amount. It doesn't, and, it doesn't matter what, how we're doing it. Well, and the hope is that people at home will notice as few uh, disruptions as possible. I remember one year, this was a... Uh, Big mistake, and this was years ago, so I can tell the story now. <laughs> there was one oh situation where we had a power surge, mm-hmm. so all the circuit breakers popped yep. in the entire production, and the cameras happened to be on the fishbowl when we did this, and every hour... We had an individual take the money out of the football and separate the checks. Mm-hmm. And right as the cameras came up, somebody was sticking their hand in the football. <laughs> so like, we had to stop and explain. That's right. Okay, this people weren't stealing money out of this. <laughs> like, Don't worry, folks. It's not what it looks like. <clears throat> That's right. Yeah, but, um, Matt, I, I know we have to go through the, uh, procedure re, um, redoing the membership and stuff, but I intend on, uh, staying with WTBR for as long as I can. We're, and we're happy to have you continue to to be part of our air. It's great. And uh, hopefully with Kaylin's help and 
Stupid on drive her not too much. <laughs> so, so far, so good. She'll stay with me as long as she can. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, and like I said, uh, man, that's one of the discussions we had during the break is Matt's gonna make some adjustments so this our discussion will be this uh, PSA that I'm about to do will be automatic instead of um, off the cuff. But we also have a email address wheeling the pathways at gmail.com and I have started putting out my personal cell phone number for those people that are wanting to text me and um, ask questions about the show or be possible guests or whatever. And that number is 413 Keep you, giving your, you keep giving your home number. I keep giving my home number. <laughs> Hold on. 413-281-5284. And the email address again is wheelingthepathways at gmail.com. I actually got... You got it right this time. You didn't add the extra part to it. <laughs> um... So if anybody has any questions or any any uh, thing they want to offer to the show or um, because and I'm gonna have some um, uh, clothing uh, put together with PCT's logo and. Wheeling the pathways. I will go on it as well. Because honestly, I can see wheeling the pathways of life uh, taking a life of its own <laughs> and being its own production hmm. and cooperation with WTVR. Mm-hmm. It's real public, public access. I'll never forget where I came from. That if when that when that when that happens, uh, if um, if there's ever gonna be a transition, which I think the transition would be done from here, but I mean. I don't see it going anywhere anytime soon. One step at a time, Brian. One step yeah. at a time. That's right. There's only so many things I can handle at once. Yeah. <laughs> Must be thoughtful of my sanity. <laughs> Please and thank you. You were going slow for Caitlin's benefit. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, we are. Um, don't throw anything else at me in October. We got enough. Uh, <laughs> Negotiable. We'll talk about it. <laughs> Um, and 
we do have an anniversary coming up in the near future. Yes, I have, worked with, I have worked with Brian for a year. And I actually made it. <laughs> I did. I made it. I made it out alive. Very nice. It's a comparison. Because the first thing I said to Tiffany when she came in over is that I'm trusting you on this one. Because I wasn't sure if... Uh, he was not sold. <laughs> he, did, he did not really feel particularly well about working with me. Yeah. Well, every day it gets a little uh, easier to... It's a trust issue that... Uh, especially someone that is relatively young as far as Caitlin's concerned. No, I'm very young. It's okay. Uh, I'm still in my I'm still in my early twenties. Uh, so, you know, getting the familiarity with the disability and putting the desire to what I wanted to do, and the concept was a little. He didn't know if I could handle it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, thank you, Matt, for. Uh, joining us today and hopefully I make it to another three months without the major catastrophes with the equipment. That's right. Fingers firmly crossed. Thank you for having me. I'm always happy to have a conversation and and help our listeners catch up with, uh, you know, what PCTV and WTVR is doing. And, of course, to remind everybody that um, the programming that you listen to on WTBR and you see on PCTV is produced by the community. So if you're out there watching or listening to this and going, this is really cool, uh, you know, I've always thought about doing a radio show. Come do it. Join Brian. Seriously, it's a lot of fun. We can just do what me be the one that train you <laughs> how to do it because <laughs> I'm still learning but that's one of the processes that uh, we need to we, I need to keep in mind that people are still learning mm-hmm. and I'm learning along with them mm-hmm. and that's the most fun part uh, with that folks this has been Wheeling the Pathway to Life by Brian Fitzpatrick. Thank you for joining us. With our special guest, Matthew Tucker, and my uh, co-host, Caitlin Fitzgerald. Uh, we hope you stay well, and we will talk to you all next week. Thank you, Matt. Have Thank a wonderful you. week. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us for Wheeling the Pathways of Life, a production of 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, and 104.3 WRRS Pittsfield, Berkshire Talking Chronicle. 
with your host, Brian Fitzpatrick, and co-host, Caitlin Fitzgerald. May you and yours have a beautiful day, and we'll see you again next week. But since you found each other, I've been so confused. Cause I believe there's one soul on this earth that was meant for mine. I was sent here to find what if it's you.